Oh, so you like listening to podcasts, huh? Well, so do a lot of people. As a matter of fact, millions of listeners are tuning into podcasts every week, and your next customer could be one of them. Did you know that podcast advertising is one of the most effective ways to advertise your product or service? And it's really easy to get started. Just go to podbean.com slash brands. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash brands to start boosting your business with podcast advertising today. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Welcome and thanks for listening. This segment of the show is brought to you by Olive Crest and features Lee Schwartz. Lee is joining us from Schwartz Profitability Group in Los Angeles. Thanks for coming and welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Well, it's my pleasure. We're going to talk about driving profitability and company value through operational excellence, which is a fantastic topic. We love it. And before we get into that, Lee, could you share a little bit about your personal professional background for us? Certainly. From a professional perspective, I spent the first 20 years of my career in the corporate world running manufacturing and distribution companies, typically at a COO, president, or CEO level. And then about 13 years ago, decided to go into consulting and started the Schwartz Profitability Group. And I focus on small to middle market companies as well as Fortune 1000 companies and even public entities. All types of industries, or is it any special? Industry agnostic. Okay, yeah, it's about the business, huh? Yeah. Business and the business owner and operational excellence, like I say. What I have found is typically the 80-20 rule applies, mm -hmm. and so 80% of what's happening in a business is rather consistent amongst all the companies. Mm -hmm. Okay, and when you, uh, when you start to work with business owners, what are some of the first things you look for to see if it's going to be a good fit for you? Um, what I'm looking for is their expression of what their problems are and what their issues are and how open they are to making change. That's the biggest uh, issue I find is um, they have to be willing. There has to be a cultural dynamic that says I need to change what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. and, and when you're kind of assessing and going, well, I can really help this firm. What does that firm look like? Is is it is there a lot of dysfunction in management and things just aren't getting? Is it the order getting side of things or the order fulfilling side of things or, or where's where's the dysfunction usually that you see? The dysfunction is across the board. Okay. Yeah, company train wreck. <laughs> it, it's a train wreck. It's where okay. their customers are belly aching. They're not getting their orders in time. They're not getting it correctly. Um, they have too much overtime being paid out because they're inefficient in the factory or in the warehouse and they could be doing things better. They're bulging at the seams because they don't have room and they're thinking, I've got to move. And many times they don't have to. And so these are leadership issues where, where they're maybe not seeing it properly and correctly because they're so deep into it, right? Correct. And so you offer that outside perspective to come in and say, well, look, uh, from what I've been able to see, if we if we make these changes and we're gonna we're gonna achieve our goals and and really grow this business, and uh, uh, how long of engagements do you usually have with companies? Some engagements are just weeks, and other engagements have taken 15, 18 months. Because I also have had engagements where I become an embedded COO or president. I see. Started it with a more finite project, and it morphed into something larger than that. And if you could tell us, what are some of the common results that you 
that you strive to achieve from your engagements? Certainly, uh, there are a couple of examples, I think, that might best ex explain that. I was brought in by a retail sporting goods company that had a 40,000-square-foot warehouse that supplied their stores. Um, it was cramped, and they needed to move. So I was brought in to design the warehouse layout for the 100,000-square-foot building they were moving into. I was also uh, involved with helping them in institute and implement a warehouse management system to help with their inventory management. Um, the project ended up resulting in a two-fold increase in terms of how many orders they were picking in a period of time. Wow. And if they had to pay the labor on that, it would have been another $200,000 a year annually. So you were really able to uh, to come in with a, a big brush view of, of what the new entity should look like, literally, right, as they as they develop their warehouse and, and things along those lines, and look for productivity as far as on down the line, how, how things get ordered and orders get filled and out the door. Correct. Correct. Well, th that takes a, a real outside perspective for a lot of business owners that have grown into something like that. Do you see a lot of business owners that are saying, I just, uh, it's not the same business as when I started. I just don't know how to manage it. I need someone to help me uh, get through this. That happens frequently. Yeah. Um, they don't know what they don't know right. a lot of times. And they've been in the business. They started the business and they've developed it to a certain level. And now they just need that other perspective to come in and give them some ideas about what could be done better. Some people call that the, the kind of the river captain approach where the you have this uh, this river boat and you're now you're entering a, a difficult channel that you've never navigated before. You just need someone else who knows that channel to come in and take the wheel for a little while and, and navigate that channel and then you can get back to back to normal. Precisely. Yeah. So uh, uh, when you approach an engagement, are you kind of all in to that engagement at that situation or how do you approach an engagement? Typically all in. Um, I'm the kind of consultant that rolls up their sleeves and gets very much involved, but it really is dictated by the needs of the engagement and what the uh, company is looking for me to do for them. Okay, so it just, it depends. It depends. Okay. Uh, now, um, when someone is thinking about engaging you, um, when should they start thinking about, you know, it's time to call, it's time to call somebody like Lee about this because we're, we're at that stage now. Is it, uh, the first time they think about it and they're, they're getting a glimpse of it or, or do you get those kind of calls or are most people like going help we're we're in dire dire problems here most people are reactive and not proactive right there was a commercial many many years ago by fram auto filters and the tagline was pay me now or pay me later it's similar to that the earlier that somebody can identify that they've got a problem and have me come in to work with them the better it is. I'm working with uh, a company now, manufacturing company, who's grown twofold in a short period of time, 18 months. Uh, had they called me in 18 months ago to prepare for this growth, they'd be in a lot better position than they are now. But right now they're inefficient and unproductive because they've just grown too fast without the tools in place to uh, make that uh, growth uh, smooth. Makes a lot of sense. We're talking with Lee Schwartz of Schwartz Profitability Group. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come back and ask you for some more stories and tips and ideas for our listeners, Lee. Um, we'll be right back after this commercial. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the show for age 50-plus business owners. We're interviewing over 250 professional advisors for their tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new 20-minute interviews and one-minute highlights every day at ExitCoachRadio.com. 
Come listen for a minute. Are you one of the millions of baby boomer business owners who needs to transition the ownership of their companies to others, but you're not sure how it can be done? A business ownership transition plan is a comprehensive written document that outlines how and when the ownership of business will be transferred to others, either internally or externally, in order to achieve the owner's goals. Our new book, Cashing Out of Your Business, written especially for business owners, introduces the concept of business ownership transition planning and outlines a framework that may be used by all owners to analyze their current situation. For more information, go to www.businesstransitionacademy.com. Welcome back, friends. Just a reminder that we've interviewed dozens of advisors on a wide variety of topics, and you will find all of their interviews and highlights online at execoachradio.com or on iTunes at itunes.execoachradio.com. Today, I'm interviewing Lee Schwartz, who's the principal of the Schwartz Profitability Group. And Lee's a regular contributor and blogger to a few different industry magazines like industryweek.com, Advancing the Business of Manufacturing, um, MDM.com, which is a modern distribution management, wholesale distribution, expert analysis, and market research for them, and the Aerospace and Defense Forum. So Lee's been around the block a few times in manufacturing in some of these different areas. He knows what he's talking about. And when when Lee comes, when you come into a company and um, and they say, here's where we need to to start. Uh, again, we talked about the ideal situation is dysfunction. But how do we define that? How do you define operational excellence or operational dysfunction? Um, dysfunction is um, things are unproductive. They're inefficient. So, for instance, as I was explaining earlier, um, orders take two weeks to get out the door and customers are saying, I need it in five days. Why isn't that happening? Um, there are things like that. There's... Uh, um, inefficiencies in the in the factory there's too much raw material being wasted too much scrap going out the door um, again cycle time of product um, getting in and out of the facility and where it's placed and how quickly they can get to it and how quickly they can machine it are all aspects of that operational um, elements that I take a look at it seems like it'd be a, a fantastic investment for anybody who's thinking about driving the value of your business to have, have you come in and assess and, and take a look at things? Do you start with looking at the financials, or is it management interviews, or, or where's a starting point for you? The starting point is twofold. One is being out on the floor, whether it's the factory or the distribution center, and physically walking around and seeing what's done. Um, it's also talking with the employees. Tribal knowledge is important, um, more so than talking sometimes with the senior management. Because a lot of times what I have found is, the problems they bring to me are symptomatic and not the cause. So I really need to look at what's causing this as opposed to the problem that they're realizing and experiencing. Mm-hmm. And are a lot of these companies that you're talking with, are they are they just looking to improve for improvement's sake or are they thinking about a potential sale down the road um, and they need to drive the value to fulfill their goals? or Both. Both? Both. Because you have to really be careful in the tribal knowledge if you're what you tell the tribe. That's true. That's true. <laughs> if, yeah, right. So you have to coach it like we're just we we're looking to squeeze more out of this business and and make it run more efficiently and and uh, processes and systems and people right and, and get them engaged. Uh, yeah. So if you can get the people on the shop floor or in the warehouse engaged in the process, then the transition becomes a lot easier. If they're threatened by it, then they clamp 
and to clamp down and they don't say a word. Yeah, and that's a diff- you sometimes you must find yourself in a difficult position of being the outsider coming in and everybody looks around and goes, "Oh boy, here we go again, you know, another consultant, right? From from the outside." Exactly. I've had people say to me, "I don't like consultants. I've had right. a bad experience." Um, and I try to make them feel comfortable in what they do. One of the other things I do with the, those that I'm interviewing is give confidentiality to them and make sure that they understand that what they tell me will only get shared with higher up um, as to the, the nature of the comments, but not attribution. And therefore, I get a lot of people uh, sharing with me more than would otherwise. Now, you've written a book called Business from A to Z, the 260 most important answers you need to know. That's a lot of answers. That's a, that's a lot of questions. Uh, and then you cover uh, 26 of the most important business topics in the world today. That sounds like a fantastic resource. How long did that take you to write? Well, it wasn't all me. It's a compilation of over 20 consultants oh, who fantastic. came together um, dealing with their specific areas of competency. I was involved in the operational chapter the uh, process improvement chapter, and the quality chapter. And we took what we believed are the 10 key questions that were asked most frequently and answered those questions in that book. I see. And are those, are those questions boiled down to pretty concise answers, uh, like on your website or something like that? Do you also have that available, or should someone just go get the book? They can, uh, they can go get the book at Amazon. Uh-huh. It's available on Amazon. Um, it's not on my website. Um, uh, but it is concise, so each answer is short and to the point, um, just to give people a chance to get a flavor of what um, um, they're looking for, and then they can read further. What What do you do if someone calls you? Do you offer some kind of a free consultation to kind of get to know them a little bit, or how do you start an engagement? Um, typically, I spend some time on the phone answering, uh, their, you know, listening to what their issues are, and, and for your readers, I'm, I'm, or listeners, I should say, I'm happy to provide a half an hour of free consultation if somebody wants to give me a call or email me to schedule some time just to talk about what their issues are and, and start a dialogue. Well, that's generous. And what, what are some of the first questions you might ask them? Uh, first questions is I want to hear what they believe their issues are and mm-hmm. what might be causing them. And then the dialogue takes place from there. Okay. So it's it's really a anything can happen from a little diagnostic discussion, but if you're having some kind of a, a situation where you're saying we're just not quite running on all cylinders here and we're not quite sure why it could be what's going on in the in the back office in the factory, it could be what's going on upstairs, it could be the way management is dealing with some of these things. It sounds like uh, you can you can always come in and and do a diagnostic and figure out where the pain points are and then help. And uh, when someone uh, wants to find out more on your website, are there a lot of tools and resources there as well? Yes, there are. Okay, great. And what is that website? It's SchwartzPro, S-C-H-W-A-R-T-Z-P-R-O.com. Okay. And do you work with companies all over the place or your, your primary headquarters are in Los Angeles, right? Correct, and most of the engagements I've had are Southern California. Southern California. But I've had engagements around the country, and it just depends on the circumstance and uh, what the uh, needs are. Okay, so if someone is is listening to this in the Southern California area and wants to find out more about how to make more profitability out of their business and help to grow it, uh, why not give Lee a call? Give him a call at 310-450-2628. Give him a call and ask him for uh, what those 10 tips are that he wrote in that book. And uh, again, get the book, Business from A to Z, the 260 most important answers you need to know. You'll find it 
on Amazon. And you'll also find uh, you'll find it on our webpage at exacoachradio.com. We'll have it up there in a couple of days. So, Lee, I want to thank you for coming in and, and joining us today. It's been very interesting and enlightening. And I think uh, I can't imagine anybody not wanting to reach out and figure out if you can help them become more profitable. So Lee Schwartz from the Schwartz Profitability Group, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you for the opportunity. Appreciate it. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50 plus business owners where we're interviewing over 250 top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. Are you the proprietor of a business selling shaving kits, meal packs, audiobooks, or anything else of the sort? Have you failed to tap the market of people who love hearing their favorite comedians talk about their boring lives? What's wrong with you? 57% of U.S. consumers listen to podcasts every month. That's a lot of ears that could be hearing about your brand. Go to podbean.com brands to learn how it do. That's P-O-D-B-E-A-N dot com slash brands, and you could be the one talking instead of me.